Bird song fucking rocks. So I went on a deep dive the other night. I found all these old concerts and I was like, okay, I guess I'll be here the rest of the night. It was after, so so Gerfers, he left around like around noon and uh, I had a couple things to do that day. But as soon as I got home uh, after Life Group, man, that's all I watched was just silver chair videos. In fact, Christy was like, um so <laughs> we, are we are we watching another one nice she's super sweet you can tell that um there's gonna be like when she's around all three of us at the same time she'll probably very be oh <laughs> <laughs> and then i learned this about her too fisher um we didn't think that this day would ever come uh-oh uh-oh wow we found somebody on the planet that knows less than uh, less about music than I do. <laughs> what is your problem, Joel? <laughs> she she literally like knows so like, nothing. You so know here, nothing, John here, Snow. Here's the comparison. What, what, do, what do you see in her? Oh no, let's do this real quick. Here's the comparison: how people compare y'all to me with music knowledge is how. Wow. I'm the guru compared to her. <laughs> does, she have, does she have a lot of personality? Yeah, she's she great. Does. She really does. She she's actually very like no, she, no no no. Does she have a lot of personality? <laughs> <laughs> I I can't speak to that because I wasn't paying attention to that. You <laughs> saw her. I mean, I did see her. She's She's very nice. She's she's funny and she's super smart. She's uh, got a master's degree in mathematics. So um, uh, just so you know, everybody listening and watching, parabolas don't mean jack shit. <laughs> okay, parabolas. If you only need to know what parabolas are, if you're going to be a math teacher. So her and Ryan got into it about math, and he's like, "All you need is well, you say it. What, I what said, do you need? All you, all you need. I looked at Ireland. And I said, "Here's the deal with math. You need to know how money works, and you need basic, ba basic, 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 basic math knowledge. Basic parabolas. Math, math knowledge. Something right now. Parabolas and the Pythagorean theorem. You will not have to use unless you're a math teacher. And when he said that, she was like, "Well," and he's like. <laughs> You and say that because you're a math teacher. She's right. She's right. He he was pulling her leg. He was, and so, he was well, but, a chain. but profit, you know, it, when it comes to profits and profit margins with business, the parabola, I'm like, no. Okay. The parabola is the art project after you've made profits. Okay. <laughs> it is the art project after you've made the profits. I go out, I sell, I get my profits, and then I chart it down on my art project. That is what I do. Oh my gosh. But no, she's she's uh she's great, man. And she will she fit is. in well with our group. 
Um, she does not though. I will tell you this. She doesn't know band names and stuff, but like when you play a song, she's like, Oh, I love this song, but she just doesn't like know who it is or things like that. that, that that's not going to fly. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's good because wait, like, wait, so, I could so, take her to shows and she's totally open to like any shows I take her. So, so, okay. Old man here, 45. Oh, geez. How old is she? Um, she's more or less than she's 10. She's, hey, she's 38. I was going to okay, say, so I'm not seven. the youngest. So seven. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a great day. And she absolutely thinks Ryan is, is the shit. So yeah, because she hasn't met me yet. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. And yeah, I kind of threw her into the fire because I, I brought, uh, you know, girlfriends came over and I had the Bairds come over with their whole, their whole family. And then my parents came over and she just, she floated around the groups. She's, you know, very caring and she, doesn't do well sitting still and so it was the best part of the the funniest part of the whole weekend was saturday night and we were just sitting out on his patio listening to music having a couple drinks well joel went inside and she looked at me and she goes okay gurfers what's the one thing i need to know about joel (laughs) oh i don't know this part yeah you do on your or you just had too many drinks and you forgot that that could be that could be real and so she looks at me she goes girlfriend what's the one thing i have to know about joel this is right here what you need to know (laughs) watching this is what you need to know i looked at her (laughs) and i said i go well he has to pee sitting down (laughs) like i said and like i said she about pissed herself laughing yeah, she has a really loud. You think I have a loud laugh? Her laugh like eclipses mine. So uh, before before we like y'all, you played your song. I can hey, play mine real quick. Hey, Gurfers, real quick yeah. though. Just so you know, when we went to Life Group, we were talking about something, and I wish I could. Oh, I was talking about how they were asking me my leg and how it feels and everything, and I said oh, it's much better. Uh, and I said, uh, but, you know, getting off the, the toilet is really hard with my leg. And she le- this explains everything. She leaned over to me. And she goes, yeah, n- not all men sit when they pee. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I wasn't talking about when I was peeing, but wait, what? And then she so now that explains everything. So nice. OK. So play your music, play did your track. Did Christian freeze? I don't know, but it's it's a great. That's kind of a very nice photo. That's like a looking off in the distance photo. It is. All right. Well, we'll see if he comes back or not. But <sighs> here's my song, and it you, you'll see why I'm playing this. Okay, I can't wait, man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we had to at least mention it. This may, I mean. This may have to be a mini-sode, man. Oh, I he... mean... Oh, boy. Here, I'll pause it so no, he no. can... Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. There we go. Ugh. Are you seriously playing this? Well, we... I, I told him we, we just have to because, you know, of the recent passing. It's just homage to her. We won't listen to the whole song. Hey, turn it up. At least play it through the chorus when she actually sings on the track because this is Winona. Yeah, there we go. Take me back to and you know what, Fisher? You can you can just be quiet during this part. <laughs> this is great. 
What? This this is just great. This is great music, man. This is the Judds. I know who this is. Just because mom passed away. That's a great mix. Daddy's really Mm. This is when music was real music, man. The 80s. Dude, Come I on, mean, man. Come on. Back, I mean, back, yeah, 80s, not early 90s and stuff. And the Judds were the shit, man. They were. Yeah. I think it's funny how low uh, Winona's voice has gotten now. Like, you hear it there, and it's all, like, high and, you know, yeah, on the high end of the alto, low soprano, but now she's like a bass. <laughs> Smoking them cigarettes. Yay, man. Uh, something. So this is the thing. Mm-hmm. That is such a pivotal, like their music is such a pivotal moment in my life. Like su- such innocence, you know, like that when I, when I listen to that, I think of family get togethers. I yeah. think of yeah. driving in the car with, you know, family. It just, it was just such an, it's before the world bend us over and screwed us up the ass it's like it's, you know it's like well what my point is though it's like it's such an innocent time and uh i mean what you do with the world is well well the world no is well what i meant is the world could be tough and it could be rough and tumbling and so uh as uh isn't that what uh, winnie the pooh talks about rough and tumbling um but i will uh, say when that album came out Dude, my mom, my mom played that front to back and back to front all the time. Yeah. Well, well, think about the albums that came out. So you had like that. You had like Oceanfront Property, you know, George Strait. Uh, In Arizona. You have Garth Brooks' first album. I mean, you have all those pivotal country albums that kind of came out around that same time. You know what I mean? So. I just had to I had to play that real quick just to, you know, kind of give her a nod. You know, I mean, we do it with a lot of the rock people that pass. And so I just figured, you know, yeah, because their music's important. I mean, it's only <laughs> it, it, it's only, you know, appropriate. Fisher, yeah. your mom is going to come up and hit you in the head with a sock. With, do you know how much I would welcome that? Oh, I amen. But, man. man, you know, man, so this will be fun it's just like hey if you've been watching what we've just been doing and you don't know who we are we're the unt3 right and this is what we do we talk <laughs> music right we give each other a hard time we talk sock and tennis balls we talk about you know all kinds of fun stuff we were just talking about the juds and how, how we don't have a mini soda on that i don't know how mom on the sock Judd- and tennis balls yeah, <laughs> yeah. we one do day- mention it in one of the first episodes but one yeah. day, but we we're just you know just kind of discussing <laughs> Mama Judd who just passed away. But you know, so uh, what we do here, we do what you just saw. We talk music, give each other a hard time. We want to welcome you into the conversation. I'm your host Ryan Gerfers. This guy up here, um, we won't show you the rest of his house, but he's working on it. And uh, this is Mr. Uh, Joel Cox. <laughs> <You suck. laughs> and then this guy over here. Let me tell you something. 
that album up there with the lightning on it that's pretty legit that's all i gotta say about that ride the lightning you know you know ride something but hey it's okay we won't go there that's a totally different podcast oh wow but here's the deal (laughs) if you've been watching the last several episodes i've been trying to get these guys to move out of a house 90s edition and we're all stuck in house one right now nobody's left what are we doing number four so no, we're we're Lord. going to house Lord. Lord. Siri. Shut up! I didn't tell you anything. Golly, <laughs> Siri's talking to me on my watch. So, it's okay. <laughs> so what house are we on? We are going to be doing house number five tonight. Let's do oh, it. That's right. House four was so, Jay Z. And- right now we are all in house one, and if you don't know, that's Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Smashing Pumpkins, Alice in Chains, and Hole. Hole, hole. tonight we are going to, tonight we're going to do everything we can nope. to get them to move into house five what do joel you think might I'm... joel uh, might and what about fisher i don't think you will all right um i tried to get ryan to crack while he was here I can't, and he I wouldn't, wouldn't he didn't he didn't budge an look, inch look Damn it, this podcast means something to me, okay? <laughs> Wait, do you need to talk slowly to the camera again? And I don't break for nobody. <laughs> I ain't I turning this podcast for no one, okay? So well, let's get to the house. Come on. Let's get to the house. House five. Uh, one song, <laughs> just so you know, one of these songs, the first one here, I have to pull up on YouTube. So if I get hit with an ad, F it. So here we go. Ooh. Here we go. Two, three into the four. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, oh, so man. back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together. Yeah, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low death, make us so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfadeable, so please don't try to fake this. Hell but yeah. uh, back to the uh, lecture at man. I, I, yeah, I could let that whole song go. Yeah, but, just just so you know, I was rapping the clean version. So, <laughs> so if there's a word so, that was said, I I did the clean version. So they, the people who come who compiled this list, they gave us a twofer on this. They gave us Dr. Dre and Snoop. Okay, that's okay. A, that, that makes sense. Sure, even sure. though it's a Dre song, but okay, yeah, so, yeah it is a Dre song. So Dr. okay, we, so we were so we were East Coast last week. We're going West Coast this week. Now, Dr. Dre and Snoop. Here's the next one. Okay. Let, oh, let me unpause that or unmute that. Sorry. Well, before you play it, if they okay. don't have a certain greatest rapper of all time on this in this house, let's just see. Oh. I'm about to say, you got to have the shaker on the list. I wouldn't have picked this song. No, but it's still good. It's all right. I, I mean, so Tupac. I mean, there's so many different songs that could be picked. But yeah. Yeah. so we got the Pac. We got Snoop and Dre. 
let this me house get already better than last week's house yeah well it... i liked last week's too but let's keep going i got you i'm boy calm down it's I'm... it's, a, it, it, it's amazing at least to me it's amazing to same genre and just how different the east coast sound is to the west coast sound. isn't it yeah i i prefer the west side just saying I all like right. both. I like it all. Here we go. So back into it. Put your ass into it. Tick, tick, boom. Hit me banging down these back streets. This is what keeps me out of this house. Ice Cube. It's a marathon. Fuck the cemetery that a nigga gets buried on. We be coming to the day we die. Nigga, ask the bartender if you see. And for me, yeah, for me, like if I would have chosen a song by him, it would have been Today Was a Good Day because that is one of the hardest hidden tracks ever. Uh, I just like the line felt on the big fat fanny pulled out the Jimmy and killed the poo nanny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I used right to, there, man. And I used to rap and not think, you know, like my, you know, it's just one of those lyrics that I think of. And Ireland was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and so I finally played her the song and she's like, dad, that's about sex. I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess. Welcome to the world. kiddo. Yeah. So now, right now we have Dr. Dre and Snoop, Tupac, an ice cube. Okay. Here's the next artist in house five. Come on, you gotta have the ease. Come on, ease. Mm. Oh my gosh. Oh, you you may have a you may have a point here, Ryan. I told you. How I could just kill a man. How could you come on, dude? That song and uh, uh, was it hand on the hand on the pump or whatever it is? Um, didn't Rage uh, cover How I Could Just Kill a Man? Well, they actually they got together with um, Be Real and uh, one other person, and I'm blanking out who it is, but they actually formed a group and uh they 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 would cover songs by cypress hill and and uh, whoever the other guy i'm sorry i can't remember who the other guy is but they did cover their songs and they did cover how i could just kill a man which is brilliant so that was cypress hill cypress hill um that's off their second album which i think their first album is is really good but when i was in high school we used to set up to i want to get high the first track off the second album that's what we test the sound system when we did theater work Nice. Uh, good stuff, right. though, right. man. All right. Next artist. Here we go. What I tell you. A lot more cussing on the West Coast. Yeah. You like that? You know who that is? Man, that's the E. That is that is DJ Quick. Oh, Okay. This sounds well, just like Easy E, man. Isn't it? Yep. I DJ bet they don't have Easy on here. Quick. Easy, Easy's biggest hits were in the 80s, man. All right. Let me get this last song here. DJ Quick, who looks just like Easy E, too. He. All right. Let me get us queued up here. So, Joel, are you having a hard time with this house so far? Like, is oh, I'm, I haven't made a decision, but I will say that that may may have a couple of toes outside the door. Maybe. All right, here we go. Last artist right here. Oh my god! 
You know who this is, Joel? Uh, this is the far side. Yes. Give it a hug. Well, that sample was in a ton of stuff in the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah, that, um, and then, of course, Joe sampled it for one of his tracks later, but mm-hmm. um, that is the far side, and in my estimation, one of the most underrated rap groups in history, uh, on, on the same uh, level as, uh, as Wu-Tang, but just not as, not as well-revered, uh, but that, I, I, so just so you know, I actually listened to that album last week. Nice. I still listen to the far side all the time. So house five, let's recap real quick. We have Dr. Dre and Snoop, Tupac, Ice Cube, Cypress Hill, DJ Quick, and the far side. Now, before you make your selection of which house you want to get into, obviously we have an East Coast, West Coast, house four, house five. So let's make this real quick. If you were to go but just between house four or house five, where are you going? Five. Yeah, same here. I'm going five all day. I but that's really hard to it's a really tough one, especially when you have what Biggie was in the other one. What was Biggie? So four was Jay-Z, Biggie, Nas, Fuji's, Wu Tang, and Mob Mob Deep. And I as much as I hate to say it, just based off of that grouping, man, the far side it makes it really difficult. But I would have to say I would be East Coast just based off of those artists because the blueprint by Jay-Z. The Fuji's, the score. I mean, just those two albums alone. I mean, I I wore those out. Those, those were not singles. Those were like the entire yeah. album. Um, and of course, you have Nas. I mean, that just. But are you going to leave House One for House Five today? I think we should let. I think we should let Fisher go first on this. He's going to say no. No, I just did. I just said okay. no. Okay. So, there, so I, I I don't really have any anything to expand upon other than the first two songs that you played the dr dre snoop and the tupac song uh those remind me and that's the reason i would pick house five of those two right there because burns and i wore those albums out going to and from the beach yeah Yeah. you know at the in high school yeah those those songs those albums were reluctantly a soundtrack of the summer those years that it came out just because we every car you drove by it's yeah. it, it was either in the night at that time it was either grunge or metal or then that hip-hop right there yeah right yeah so um and if you would, add if, a... if i had to pick but if i had to pick one of these two houses it would be five but i'm staying in house one yeah, yeah. And, and if you add a snoop dogg solo album on top of that just those three, you know, the Tupac album, the Dre, the Chronic, and yeah, the Snoop yeah. Dogg. I mean, those three albums alone, geez. I mean, th- this this is a really hard one. See, and I forgot about Cypress Hill because I listened well, to that and, and, first and Cypress Hill what, album. Go ahead. Well, and, and those those albums, like up until those albums came out, right? The the Dre, the Snoop, and the Tupac. And until those albums came came out, hip hop was like the east coast had a monopoly on hip-hop and rap right yeah like if, if oh it's cute it's coming out of california right but you weren't taken seriously unless you came off the east coast new york particularly new york philadelphia those areas and then these guys right 
basically the splitting up of NWA, right? You had Dr. Dre come out. You had Ice Cube come out, Easy e right? Even though he's not in this house. But they kind of, you know, they're the ones who were like, we're the new kids on the block and pushed them out of the way. And yeah. I think that's what really, that's what helped fuel that East Coast, West Coast rivalry was the East Coast had hip hop in their back pocket all the 80s, right? Like it was, it was their thing. Yeah. You weren't, you weren't, a, you weren't a serious hip hopper unless you came out of the East Coast. Yeah. Well, watch, watch straight out of Compton. It's a great, it's a great kind of, and I know that they embellish some stuff, but it does give credence to what you're saying. There really wasn't any uh, LA. It was all New York. It was all that East coast, like you mentioned, but I will tell you, this is a really difficult decision. Uh, last week was difficult. This is by a thread, but I am going to stay in the house that I'm in currently. But uh, you know, you look at pivotal albums, you know, Tupac's album, uh yeah. dre's the chronic snoop dogs uh solo album uh ice cube had america kkk's most wanted which really i believe was in the late 80s but was still a, a viable force but then you have cypress hill their two albums were killer um that's this is a hard one but i'm gonna i'm gonna stay with with the house that i'm currently in this this yeah. is a really great grouping of of houses a lot i like this a lot better than the 80s house yeah and i'm gonna stay in one as well even America's though America's most one came out in 1990 okay okay so it's right on that edge okay okay yeah. but that's a that is a that was the one where they said he wasn't gonna make it and he blew it out of the water and he became yeah. a bona fide solo artist um and if you want a clean track Today was a good day is a great Ice Cube album to listen to. It's got a great, great beat. It's got great lyrics, um, great flow. So, well, I think next week we may see our first move. Uh oh, I think we might see our first move next oh. week. That's all I'm going to give you on that. Why don't you just give us a preview of the just play a couple of songs from the next house? Right. No, because we're not <laughs> going to go through the rest of the list. Not like we did the 80s. I'm drawing this one out. Okay. But here's you know, I, what we... I, I was listening to that episode. We're technically, we're not even supposed to be doing these houses right now. We're supposed to be doing the super group. It's okay. There's no rules. There's no rules. And with you, you that. Get the public excited out there. And, and then... Okay. You keep them wanting more. He, I gotta, he's teasing I, Hey, we got to keep, we got, we got to, we got to keep them on ice. Keep him on ice. But hey, he's a, he's a C blocker, man. That's right. Now, <laughs> here we go. Featured artist. We're going to have a first on the UNT3 with our featured artist. Oh, okay. First. To, it's a first. Today's featured artist put out five studio albums, two compilation albums, three EPs, and 40 singles. This artist sold over 32 million albums while being a solo artist, 88 million total albums worldwide. Okay. 10 Grammy Awards. Ooh, okay. Seven American Music Awards, nine Billboard Music Awards, 11 MTV Video Music Awards. This person has received 176 awards out of 522 nominations total wow okay wait say that again how many awards 
they have received 176 total awards. Okay. Having been nominated 522 times. It's got to be the Osmonds. Dude, that's 38%. A 38, a 38% win percentage. Not bad. Chris, you will be happy didn't... with your math. And I did three thirty. That's a three thirty-seven batting average, man. That's, that's <laughs> Hall of Fame numbers right there. Now, here's the thing. I'm so glad you said that because when I hit play, I, I'm curious to see if y'all. Hey, are this is a solo artist. This I am putting this person in as a solo artist. They did not start as a solo artist. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, and I didn't say four Emmy awards as well. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. That's right, man. Dude, I remember when this album came out, we were all working at the courtyard. Dude. Just song, Timberlake. This song, that song that you just played. Yes. Um, that song still, as the kids say, that, that song still slaps. Dude, when I play it when, when I play it at the restaurant. You know, people, people get up and move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, it, yeah, it gets you up and moving. It's one of those. I think, I think that's one of those songs that as as we get older, like we'll be hopefully, I'll be in my eighties. Y'all might be close to a hundred, and <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and uh, we'll still be up and moving. That's one of those songs that's like I think time. <laughs> no sir. I, it's hard for me to move now. I will. Oh no, I'm getting up and age. I'm. We're, we're getting up and moving. Now, this next song that I'm going to play. For those of you who don't know who that is, that's Justin Timberlake. Correct. Correct. And I remember when that album came out, Justified. When that came out, the even his look, but the sound especially. Um, Everybody was like, oh, he's trying to be the next Michael Jackson this and Michael Jackson that. And I mean, it sounds like a that song, too, sounds like a Michael Jackson song. Mm-hmm. Right? He's even got the he sings up in the same type of register as Michael Jackson mm-hmm. does. Yeah, I will so, never. So the song I'm about to play, I'll never forget. You brought up Courtyard. We all worked at the Courtyard. We had this song playing on the big floor and Michael Blasco. If you're watching, dude, man, I miss your face. Um, <laughs> this guy, he dude, watching. he was digging this song. So here we go. Yeah, I mean, the thing that's great about this is this was a big moment, not only for Justin Timberlake, which I feel like he kind of started to move further away from the comparison to uh, Michael Jackson, which I totally agree. The very first single he did, that was a Michael Jackson song. I don't care who you are. That was a Michael Jackson song. But this is where he started to move away from it when he hooked up with Timberland. And this track is sick. Like, it's it's stupid, stupid 
awesome. The first time I heard it, I thought, this is it. Like he is, he's, he's moving on. Like he will be a, a force for the rest of his career. Now here's the question. Cause he was with NSYNC and some mm-hmm. people will argue that he was the front man of NSYNC, but JC Chazé was. Yeah, that's so. But here's the thing. JC tried to come out and be a solo artist as well, and he didn't take off like Justin did. So what was why do he you didn't think, have as good as writers? And so Plain it's like simple because, dude, I mean, it's almost to the word of the point now after I, I mean, shoot, 176 awards. Now, I'm assuming some of those 176 are with NSYNC. Yeah, probably I'm so. only assuming. Probably so. But um. Man, like I was an NSYNC guy. I loved NSYNC. Okay, well, I here's didn't what think I, Justin I think. was. Go- I never thought Justin was going to be the guy to come out of that group. I, I think, I think what separates him from JC separates him from the rest of the group is he's just more talented. He has. More I agree. Talent. Like he, <clears throat> JC may have better looks, whatever. You know, that's for the girls to debate. But it, pure talent. Like, if you actually, um, the ex-wife made off with the live DVD of his that we had, the um, Future Sex Love Sound Tour, that live DVD, she has it. But if you watch that, all of the things that he, not just the singing and the dancing, but playing the piano, playing the guitar, like, he brings more than just, okay, I can sing, I need people to write songs for me. Yeah. Like, he's not... he when he hooked up with Timbaland, like he didn't say, okay, Timbaland, give me some beats and whatnot. And I'll sing to him. No, they, he was a true collaboration. Like he's in, in it. Yeah. And, and I, and I don't really know about the level of involvement that JC or the other guys have when they're recording music. I just know, I, I just know that Justin, and this is what I I've heard from. So my uncle, knows the guy that used to be his lead choreographer a guy named marty um if you watched uh if you watched the episode of punked that has justin timberlake on it marty's the guy in the in the uh, suv with justin as they pull up to justin's house anyway um he's 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 tenacious he's a hard worker he you know he's not gonna He's not going to be like, oh, that's good enough. Let's just put it on the album, right? If it's just good enough, it doesn't make the album. Or, you know, we're going to rehearse this until we get it right. Yeah. I think that's what separates him. I think and I think that's what separates all good artists is just their willingness to perfect their craft. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you, it, the thing is, is at the end of NSYNC's career, he was writing more tunes. And so, like the song "Gone" uh, with NSYNC, that's his. That's his track. Like he wrote that. Such a good uh, song. And it's a great song. But if you look, it is a departure from, you know, some of the other ballady stuff that they did. And so, when he actually started, I mean, he writes his music. He writes his lyrics. He, I mean, they may produce and whatnot, but, I mean, he has he has the ability to write songs. And I think that that's where some of the other guys, like you said, Fisher fall short. Um, the other thing is, is I don't think that people saw him as a front man, like JC was. So I think the pressure was a lot 
greater on him than it was on Justin Timberlake. But, um, you know, he had the work ethic. He obviously had the songs. He had the talent. Um, so I think he was able to kind of uh, go at it um, from a different perspective. But when JC put his album out, it was after Justin Timberlake's first album, if I remember correctly. And it went no, it tanked. It yeah. was it was terrible. There's only one person I know who actually uh, liked that album and, and, uh, and I don't really respect their musical. So their <laughs> opinions, but uh, Justin Timberlake is just phenomenal. And then you see him. The other thing I like about Justin Timberlake is he kind of reminds me of the pop Dave Grohl. Like everybody seems to like him. Everybody wants to be around him. And, and he seems very enthusiastic about, being around other musicians and learning and talking. And, and again, that may be just a, a very big, broad generalization, but just a little bit that I've seen as a uh, observer, uh, you know, he'll sing with Chris Stapleton. He'll sing with Madonna. He'll sing with Janet Jackson. Like he'll, he'll do all these things. And I genuinely feel like he is excited to do that. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's for, for me as a musician, um, you know, that's, that's exciting because I know that if I, if I was graced to be in that position, I would be soaking up every, whether it's Tejano or rap or rock or what I would, I would soak up all of it because I'm a fan first, you know? So, and well, I what like I like, what I like too, is that he has fun with it too. Like he'll do stuff on SNL, like Dick in a box. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even though that is a spoof funny song, it's still actually a pretty damn good song. Yeah. And it's I'm like, wow. And that but, was his idea. Yeah. That, that, Doing that's that was part. his idea. Let's be these 90s R&B guys. And I mean, that's that's what's so and he'll make fun of himself, too. Like, he doesn't mm -hmm. mind making fun of himself. So the next song I'm going to play a little bit, Christian, I'm sure you you can agree or we'll see. If this song, when you play it as a DJ, if this gets everybody out on the floor, let's see. my least favorite song by him i know that's, I, I know that's terrible here. i don't same like here. it oh. but, but what's so funny is this is the sign of a good song i don't like it but i'm still i'm still not at the roxbury right i'm like yeah <laughs> so that's your least favorite song by him i'm just i'm just well his last album man of the woods or whatever i i couldn't stand that album but um but this is i just i never got it there's so many other like suit and tie and all these other tracks are so good. I just that never really liked it. That song is killer. That yeah. song is, yeah. And you know what? But you know what that that album reminds me of? That album came out shortly after Ireland was born. <laughs> that reminds. Oh, I remember I used to do the dance yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's funny. I that forgot about me. that. Ireland was a wee lass. Yeah, she was a wee lass, and I put her on the table, and I would sing "Sexy" back, and I'd I'd dance with her across. Because at that stage, I could move her around. Yep. It's a little difficult now. So, 
So this but, song, yeah, that's, that song's a that song doesn't get as many people out on the dance floor as you think it would. Right? I got you. Because, um, I mean, that song is kind of, even though I like it and I think it's a good song, to me it's kind of dated. Right? Like you hear that song and you're like, oh, that's an early two, early to mid two thousands, right? Like that's. Yeah. that's just my opinion so the song that i'm gonna play this will be the last one i play this one i love and i i think i love this song mostly because if i play this in my classroom my kids they have to get up and they just do they geek out to it they love this song so here we go let me guess can't stop the feeling that's just so good it's 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 great that reminds and, and me you, of a that reminds me of, of a young caroline and what's we crazy watch the crap out of that movie of, yeah. yeah well what's crazy about it is it's been played a bajillion times and yet i still like it yeah I still like it. And that's the testament to a, a really good song. Cause there's a lot of songs that we listen to and I go, man, this has been overplayed. It's a great song. But so that's one that like, even when it comes on, I'm still like, yeah, this is. Yeah. This as is soon good. as you said, your students liked it. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. I know what song yep. this is. And they, they love it. They get up and they're like, coach, don't turn it off. I'm like, I'm not going to turn it off. So I know. But man, I mean, that's Justin Timberlake, man, in a nutshell, really. I, we could go on for and play a ridiculous number of songs of his, but I mean... Well, like you said, you could play the Saturday Night... Any of his Saturday Night Live, any of the stuff that he did with Jimmy Fallon. Yep. Right? Yeah. The, the, the Bee Gees the lo- stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the, the banana, Gibb. when he dresses up with the banana and all that stuff. and Come on down. And Mother it- Lover. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean... <Yes. laughs> It's it's a testimony to to how good of an artist, like an artist, not not a musician, not a singer, yeah, but an artist. But okay, I have we have to do the round table. What's your favorite songs? Oh man, what's, or what's your favorite song? Like for favorite me, song? for me personally, is suit and tie. Like I don't care That's a good where song. I'm at when that track comes on. For me, if someone said, okay, give me a perfectly crafted pop tune, that is one that I can point to. I don't because, know about that one. Well, lyrically, it's great. The mix, every aspect of it, it's just really well put together. I just and the and if you put it together with the video, which is so different than anything that was out at that time. For me, suit and tie, I just think that that is just such a classy fat track. Go ahead, Fisher. What's yours? That's it, this is hard. Um, yeah, that's what she said. You wish. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, True. 
I don't know the title track off of Future Sex Love Sound. That's a good song. And, and if y'all recall, that made my uh, making whoopee list. Yes, it did. Um, uh, what goes around comes around. That's a good song. That's a great one. I almost put that on the list to play. Uh, um, my love. That's a good song. Dude, that that album. Um. I don't know. Suit and tie is good. It's really hard for me to pick a, a favorite. Um, let's see. Um, Rock your body from the one, yeah. the first one you played. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, if I okay, if I had to pick one that is my absolute favorite, it's either gonna be. Um, Shoot, hold on. Uh, you tell me your favorite, and then I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> come back so, so mine is Cry Me a River. And mm. the reason Cry Me a River is because when you sit there and you read the lyrics and you just listen to the lyrics, that is the biggest you song in the world. <laughs> like, like, uh-huh, but it's done so well. It's, like, not in your face. It's just like, hey, bridges can burn, and now it's your turn to cry. It's like, damn, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> Brittany broke his heart. Well, so, and I, I love how Brittany that song. Broke his heart. I love you must the have arc me of it. Used with with some yeah. other guy. Oh, well, but I I love how he does the arc where then he gets to that bridge section. I don't care what you did. I already know. Like uh-huh. just how he builds up that track is just. Well, then you've got the 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 little noise in the background of somebody doing this. And to me, I hear it as like a little baby making a noise where you got the guy in the background going, burp, 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 burp. but it, to me, that just sounds like a baby going, burp, 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 burp. you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, oh, uh, it's the biggest FU song in the world. I'm like, it's one of them. Yeah. yeah it's, it's def- <laughs> for, for this episode, it's definitely the biggest, biggest <laughs> FU song, but I'm going to have to go summer love off of, uh future sex love sound okay okay all right is i don't know that's that's what i can i just pick that album no i mean no No. you know what damn it yes because there's no rules no rules you know you are the worst at this i swear like there's there's not rules if I had to pick a song, it'd be Summer Love. There okay, it is. Okay. See, he picked a song. Good. Why are you getting so upset about it? Because I'm. that's how I am. It is. It is what it is. But let me tell you something. We're going to move on to the first listen. I'm hijacking it. Okay. And I'm going to say this right now. This is the most excited I've ever been for a first listen. Okay. I that's hope a, it doesn't suck. That's all I'm going to say. And so... Let Before me you it. push play, is this a true first listen or? Um, I don't know the answer to that. Um, we will just see. So here we go. Come on. Bruh. Play. Really? You know, dead air. It is dead air. Come on. Play. Bruh. Bruh. Oh my gosh. Wait, how did you? (laughs) 
Oh my gosh! Oh. Joel's playing guitar on this. I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> more of this is there <laughs> I'm right there with you man I I'm hurting over here <laughs> no I will say that guitar part does sound really good Guitar town tone sounds like it could be on sap. <laughs> any any 70s porno flick? <laughs> Not sap. I'm sorry. Jar full of flies or jar of flies. Yeah, I, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Band, Joel. I'm letting Ryan do this. This is Ryan's thing. But I think there's a sax solo coming up. Oh. Tell me that's the end. That oh. is the end. God. That was... <laughs> okay. So I hope I'm not going to hurt anybody's feelings here. You're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. We, we have that fixed it. 
was terrible. <laughs> so that was grade A. That's something you'd hear on like a Super Trooper soundtrack. <laughs> here's the here's the album cover. Oh my gosh! And that's you. That that, that is, is not me. me. That is that's, Joel. That is me. <laughs> there he is, right there. there he is, right there. Oh my god! This Dude, guy was, right here. That you know, was uh, nineteen. I was nineteen. That would be <laughs> UNT 3s very own Mr. Joel Cox <laughs> and one of his uh, bands out of Denton called Four Stones to the Left. Oh my gosh! Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that CD? Uh, yeah. Joel, so. Joel, this is your copy. You gave this to me back when we first met. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That and is. Where did y'all record that? I am giving very serious thought to framing this and hanging this up in my house. <laughs> so just so you know, that's I'm at the far. If you're looking at the screen, I'm on the right far here. right. Uh, but that actually was my idea for the photo. And I actually keep in touch with all those guys except for one of them. But uh uh it uh it was recorded at the original panhandle house in denton texas run by eric herbst uh now panhandle house has now moved into a like a legit studio but at the time it was a house on panhandle street and uh he would set us up into like closets and i mean it's because it sounds like it yeah no i mean the thing is is we recorded it in two days <laughs> jeez oh my gosh uh, is that John? Is that John next? That's to you? John. Yeah, that's John Collins on the on the left side. Uh, who's still who, who was singing? Who's the lead singer? Uh, it's a guy named Keith Davis. Uh, he actually lives in Austin. He's a actually he's a pretty big session guy. I mean, he's a he's a real great like guitar player and musician. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's so funny because um, we recorded that in like two days and it sounds like it but this is before like all the i mean we recorded to tape and no one does that i mean that's just it's just a different time what year, but, uh, what year did you start at north texas uh started uh 90 uh fall of 95 so and then Wait, when did you graduate high school i Some, uh, the spring of uh, spring of 95 yeah and then um uh, the following year is when John Collins came up there and I actually was mixing. They had a live show. I went with him to hang out and I mixed their live show and the lead singer invited me to play. He never even heard me play. And that was my, that was my first band in North Texas was, uh, was four stones left, which, uh, and yes, I graced the album cover as well. It was like 30 degrees and they were like, you need to take your shirt off. I go, no one's going to see it. It's black and white. And they're like, well, it, we want it to be real. So I had to take my shirt off and, <laughs> and pretend like I was doing a slingshot, which I didn't have a slingshot. Uh, so I actually used a, uh, a, a children's courtyard uh, uh, jump rope, I believe. Uh, or so, somehow I got a hold of a jump rope. Actually, it was prior to courtyard. But yeah, it's a. Uh, when I first so heard that, I was like, what? That sounds just like one of my dudes. <laughs> so here's the story with this. And this, I want you to understand how bad I, I had to make this happen. So I was going through the closet in my bedroom and just kind of moving some stuff around and purging things and whatnot. And I came across this. Well, the laptop that I use for this does not have 
DVD slash CD-ROM in it. So yeah. I went on Amazon last week and I purchased an external <laughs> CD-ROM <laughs> USB to plug in just so I could play this. Oh my gosh. So I was like, yes, wow. gotta do it. It's yeah, so, there is wow. there is a lot of other tracks. Well, no, maybe not. I mean, well, no, the reason is the reason I picked that one, Fisher, you will thank me because let it's me the shortest one, opinion. right? It's the shortest damn track on the whole album because you've got <laughs> tracks of you got tracks of five minutes, 12, 516, 7, 655, 626, 752, 759. That was a that that was four minutes Damn, and eleven okay. seconds. Yeah, we were trying to be a, a Dave Matthews band style, you know, Ma Matthew uh, Dave Matthews band style band, and uh, yeah. the tracks kind of hung out. But uh, we were we were much better live. But but that's kind of the art of like music is being able to be good in the studio doesn't always translate to the stage and vice versa. So like Three Dog Night, Three Dog Night was a great studio band. They weren't a great live band. Uh, notoriously and so that's we were much better live well, than we were in the studio if you would have been in a proper studio that might have been a little, little bit better yeah we were also we were so poor you know we we recorded that whole album i think for a thousand bucks um with the printing and everything i mean it was just and and, and being in the studio uh, i had the privilege of working with somebody uh two three years ago amazing singer uh, but had never been in a studio and she got in the studio for the first time. And it was like reality set in like, this is not, a, it's not as easy uh, singing in that environment where you could really hear each other uh, because it's just a different beast. And so anyway, that's, that's, <laughs> that's I was, funny. Like, I, I was, was like, wait a second. Yeah. Okay. I know this song. So yeah. I had well, to listen. Not, that, that's not allowed to bring that kind of stuff that weak sauce back man yeah no offense. i, had to, I right. had to listen to the entire album to figure out which one i was going to play and that is the last track on the album <laughs> did so you listen I, to the hidden track that probably would have been at better the end of it it's, yes it's like a minute and a half <laughs> uh -huh. yeah <laughs> it's called That's strawberry cool. milk yes and i because i remember i was just so which one of the guys do you not keep in touch with a uh, guy named Chris Pittman, he uh, he played sax and he played didgeridoo. And then after we broke up, uh, he got he was the only one that was dating anyone serious at the time. And uh, when when we when the band. So this was before you dated Amber. No, this is actually uh, the end of Amber. Uh, so uh, but uh, when that kind of started fading, you know, the band started fading. Uh, he started getting more serious and he does photography and stuff. And I mean, he's a nice guy. I just, we just weren't in the same circles. Uh, he got married, started having kids and the rest is history. Whereas John is still in the industry. Keith is still in the industry. Uh, Dom, the sax guy is uh, up North, but he still, he still plays praise and worship and stuff. So I still keep a track, uh, keep in touch with all those guys. So but uh that man was, that is that was, was that that was the band prior to not called Comedy. that was uh so yeah i had that band and then i did have i have a couple one-off projects here and there uh one of them called naked stir fry with a good yeah. friend of mine named emily herring uh went to high school with her and she also went to north texas brilliant bluegrass artist um but uh emily herring and then uh ended up hooking up with ezra 
but you already know the story about what happened as you're calling me, but he'd blew, blown me off a couple times, but it was actually the studio that we recorded at Eric Herb studio. It was Eric Herbs who actually gave Ezra my information. So I have to thank Eric Herbs for that, but man, that's, uh, that's airing dirty laundry right there. There Jesus. it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what we like to do. Uh, well, I don't know if y'all can tell, but I'm red because that's, <laughs> that's, um, I have a lot of private recordings, you know, when you're learning how to do things, uh, uh, like, you know, for me, it was like writing and recording. Uh, that is a prime example. Uh, I thought I made it once I found, uh, four stones left, uh, CD in the UCD bin. Uh, but, uh, you know, be honest, let us know what you think. If you can, if you're interested, I'm sure there's a track or a place to find a four stones left CD somewhere. Uh, but, uh, that was very, that's a very <laughs> interesting, that was the, the longest four minutes of my life. <laughs> that's what she said. Was it? I don't know. For you. Two minutes. No, I'm sorry. Oh, it's three minutes, but, uh, uh, okay. So I'm just going to pass this on YouTube, <laughs> Spotify, um uh instagram facebook follow us like us subscribe watch the stuff let us know what you're thinking fisher take it away man right on so no more four stones left no offense, <laughs> no so offense. Wait, wait would this be considered his worst first listen <laughs> i don't know because it was something personal one of us i mean for that I, it's pretty bad it's like i said man halfway through like is this over yet because i'm hurting <laughs> over here it was i i when you said that i literally was like high-fiving you through the computer so i get it i'm right there with you so but, but you're wait okay so who was doing the 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 lead the, the, i was doing the wall part and some of the distorted background stuff okay uh the actual lead stuff at the very end that was keith that was that was him. okay. So you were doing the, the guitar sound that sound like it could be on Jar of Flies. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Or a seventies porno. Yes. Or 70s <laughs> porno. Thank you. Thank uh, you for bringing that up. Yes. All right. So, uh, either one of these channels that I'm gonna bring up would probably react to that, and um, I don't know what they'd say. They probably wouldn't have a lot of kind things to say, but you know, it is what it is. But hey, I'm said I'll say this at 19, I sure wasn't in the in the studio recording music. So that's 19. I don't I can't remember what I was doing in 19, and I'll let y'all yeah, yeah, no one why. <laughs> well, and it, and that's why I have such an appreciation for like Panic at the Disco that was in 15, 16 year old when they recorded their first one. Uh Frog Stomp by Silver Chair. They were 14, yeah. 15, 16 years old. I mean uh pat metheny's first album was at 17 so it's like that's why i have such an appreciation because i'm a way better musician now and i can go into the studio and it doesn't phase me uh but at 19 years old that was we that's like the time pants? that uh i ripped my pants and they raised the curtain in front of uh we were playing in front of isley opening up for isley and uh they raised the curtain in my ass is hanging out the back of my pants and, and they they went up and then they went right back down <laughs> so, so uh, that being said so the 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 two channels i got, i have for tonight they're <laughs> both reaction channels uh the first one um 
guy's kind of famous. Um, Joel, you'll know who it is once I uh, read the title or read the name. It's Justin Hawkins Rides Again. Justin Hawkins used to be the lead singer of, um, oh, what's the name of that band? Thing called Love. What's that song? Oh, you're talking about The Darkness. Yeah, he's lead singer from The Darkness. That's what I thought that's who you're referencing. Oh, interesting. Okay. So he he does his channel. It's a it's a reaction channel. It's also um, it's just his thoughts and whatnot about the industry. But uh, I don't know, he the one that caught my eye. He's reacting to modern pop music and just basically saying this shit's crap. It's it's, yeah. it's terrible, right? Um, and but he'll go into why it's not good, right? Like he doesn't just say. Oh, I'm I'm a rock guy, and this is crap. He'll he'll give you his his thoughts as to why. So go check him out. Justin Hawkins rides again. Interesting then, guy, a very, very interesting character. He's very, he's on the same level as like Ted Nugent in the sense of just a very interesting character. Yeah, um, and it, it's really. Um, it's interesting to hear him talk about how, uh, you know, just about his, his time in the band with his brother and the other guys. It's, it's really interesting to just get his thoughts on the business. Definitely. I'll definitely check that out. So, um, he's got a, he's got a, uh, a video called, come on, are the Foo Fighters really that great? It's a legit question, right? And wow. I won't I won't give it away as to what he thinks, but you know I know there are I, I know some people personally that are like the Foo Fighters aren't really they're like nickelback. They're popular, but they're not really that great. And okay, move on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Fight so words, my friend. Yeah, amen. Go check them out. And then um the second channel I have is a guitar teacher. He does a lot of reactions to you know guitar performance and whatnot and it's it's a channel by the name of wings of pegasus and um it's really interesting to me when you when you listen to uh this guy both these guys justin and, and the guy who does wings of pegasus they're both british right and um i think justin's british uh, youtube out there y'all let me know if i'm wrong uh, but the second guy is definitely British. And it's really interesting to hear just the way people from England or Britain think about music as opposed to the way Americans think about music. Uh, I would say it's almost it's a little more studious, a little more uh, from the artistic point of view, where Americans are more of the show, the performance. You know, that's just how I a lot of the reaction channels I watch, that's, it's just fun for me to, oh, this guy's not American. He's Scottish. He's British. He's, or she Italian, whatever. And just to hear how they think about music as opposed to the way us Americans think about music. 100%. So go check them out. You know, go check them out. Justin Hawkins rides again and wings Pegasus. You know, it's funny. You say that I had a teacher in North Texas named Pavel. I wish I remember Pavel's last name. And we had this class. It was called oral skills with an A, so don't don't begin all weird but we had to like sight sing and sight play and all this other stuff and 
we don't, you know, we're, we're Americans. So we're all clapping. Good job. You know, everybody gets a trophy because like, it, it's hard to do. And I remember he goes, okay, okay, class. I got question. He goes, what, why do you, why do you clap? Like after every performance and we're like, well, you know, it's, it's nerve wracking, you know, getting up there and doing this. And he goes, well, in Yugoslavia, we only clap if it is the if it is not the very best performance we will just we will just sit there still it has to be if you want us to clap it has to be the best performance and i was thinking dude that has to suck <laughs> i mean so hearing you say that I, i'll have to check that channel out i'm, I'm curious to hear the perspectives but uh gerfers are you going to take us home man yeah yeah so just like pavel we just sat there and we didn't clap at four stones left. <laughs> oh my God. Just saying. Oh my God. But hey, man, this episode, let me say, <laughs> dude, this episode was crazy because we kind of went all over. We kind of went all over the map. Yeah. Right. We had some, what was that? Silver chair at the very beginning, if I remember correctly. Yeah, dude, we had this laid by silver chair. Then we chair. went to the freaking Judd's. Then we go West Coast rap. Then we hit it up with Justin Timberlake. And then we finish it off with. A Pavel. turd. We finish it off with Pavel. <laughs> Pavel. Well, hey, you know, again, I wasn't in the recording studio at 19. No, no, no. I remember. Thank you, first... Fisher. That, that was that was the <laughs> nicest thing you've ever. That's the biggest compliment you could give me. That's the, <laughs> that's the big, biggest. Uh, uh, pet, uh, what is it? Pity. Um, that that is not pity that is that is <laughs> i remember joel gave me this at the end of the summer of 2001 i listened to it then and then i didn't listen to it again until last week and so hey i never got a copy. i did you... I never got a copy because you would so. never listen to it. You would have made it no, like first I, first I ten probably, seconds. I probably would have made it through. I would have made it through maybe the first song. Is I don't this, know. This I haven't crap. heard the. I haven't heard the rest of it. I only heard that one song. I will get so. you a copy. I have about ten thousand left. There you there. go. So you have. You don't have that many. Baby. I have. I have about like ten. I have ten copies somewhere. There it is. Do, but, you want to keep your girlfriend? Don't let her listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't know a damn thing about music, so I think he's fine. But hey, um, next week we may see one of these fools move into a new house. So, I don't know about that, we'll see. Uh, I we we may see them because right now we're all still sitting in house one. I'm gonna put the call in. Somebody's moving next week. Okay. The only it's, way it's not I me. will. The it's only way me. I will say this. I will say this. The only way I'm moving out of house one. Uh, the house has to be 90s metal if it's 90s metal and, and it's got to be my boys got to be in the house if they're in the house i'm out peace out see you later i'm moving to that house otherwise uh, i'm probably I, i've got my my dad chair set up in front of the tv watching, <laughs> watching I am, p3 you know like i said i'm putting the call in i think we'll see some movement next week and then we oh, may see some, we may see some movement when we go over house eight as well. But okay. until so saying, then, so you're saying six or eight? 
I think six or eight is where if you were going to leave house one, it will be for one of those two. So seven and nine. Seven and nine, um, I don't think have a chance in hell, but I don't know. Joel almost left to go to freaking East Coast rap. So I did. You know what we haven't had in these houses? Let me go back and look. I'm, I'm going to. Okay, never mind. House three, house three was pretty pop oriented. Sure, but um, hell out of here, cat. Yeah. <laughs> so um, next, go ahead. But we haven't had, I, I don't know, that that was mainstream nineties pop. One of these has to be country. This this list is done really One well. I just think country. I I mean I just feel like that you know has to be around the corner. And well, we don't have. Oh wait, were they in the were they in the eighties? Were the B fifty twos in the eighties? Yes, that was an eighties house. Okay, yeah, they mind. they were on the last list. Oh, hold on. We haven't had REM yet. Were they in the eighties? Yes, they were not on the eighties list. They they okay. they were. I mean, 80s. I I know they were eighties, but like Monster and uh and uh. Uh, out of time and uh, the stuff that automatic well for, for the people. That was all. They were 90s. all nineties. No, I know that, but because recovered. What I was asking our... is, were they were they in one of the eighties houses? I don't remember. No, they were not. They were not in one of the eighties houses. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. If they're in any of the houses going forward, them alone will that that'll be that might almost almost be enough to get me out of house. Until next time. <laughs> right? Somebody's moving next week, just saying it. But until then, keep living, keep loving, keep listening, and as always, keep rocking. There it is. Yeah. So, hey, Fisher, I have to tell you something real quick because I was thinking about it. Uh, yeah. um, it was really interesting having Ryan ask me questions without you disagreeing with me. Because <laughs> at one Wait, point, what he, do you mean? he asked, he asked some, some he you know, like he normally does, like we were sitting on the back porch and he's like, hey, uh, blah, 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 blah. What do you think about la, 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 la? And I was like, I don't know. And so I was just talking and then I was, I stopped and I was waiting for the, I don't think so. You know, like it just—it <laughs> was just straight, like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, no more. Come on, man. This Actually, is a... this is this kind of sounds better than the the one he played. Wait, what are what are the track tracks on the back? Okay, hang on. Someone else in the band had to sing better than that guy.
and it's hard to keep above that that song uh uh my friend or whatever it is yeah come on dude seriously we actually <laughs> actually play play that one because it's just play the beginning uh i actually we wrote this the day before we recorded it i wrote i wrote the chords that's how terrible i was That's enough. <laughs> but 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 you hear how terrible I am? <laughs> yeah, because no, I can't get over the how terrible the singer is. 